You're listening to the M&A Market Speaks podcast, brought to you by NRC Realty and Capital Advisors. And now, here's our host, Denny Rubin. Welcome to the M&A Market Speaks podcast. I'm Denny Rubin, Executive Managing Director of NRC Realty and Capital Advisors. I hope you enjoy our new monthly podcast series, where we will interview influential convenience store and petroleum industry leaders who have recently undergone a sale of their companies, as well as other industry participants. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Bill Douglas, who sold both his convenience store operation and wholesale fuel and related businesses in October of last year after 40 years of business. Um, NRC was fortunate enough to have had the opportunity to represent Bill and his company in the sale. So, Bill, welcome to the program. Thank you. So I want to just start with a, a couple of general questions so the audience can get a little more familiar with you. Can you describe briefly your company and history and its lines of business? Sure. We're we're a multi-line distributor. That is, uh, we're integrated in the, at, at the level of retail and uh, the marketplace. We've got a name, Douglas Distributing Company, because we aren't just we aren't just petroleum distributors. And as an example, we have convenience stores. We have propane with 4,000 customers. We've got dealers, 150 dealers that we supply, independent dealers. Uh, we have a freight company which hauls for our stores and our dealer stores plus the public, a common carrier. Uh, we've got oil and gas that we sell. We've got 500 customers that range from the city of Dallas, the city of Fort Worth, the, the big school districts, and so on. And uh, we've got lubes, these industrial lubes that go to manufacturing as well as the oil fields. And we, we manufacture DEF, that is uh, your fluids that, that are required to run in diesel trucks and cars. And uh, we blend and package those. I give you some idea. We do about 14 truckloads of DEF a day get hauled out of our place here. At any rate, that's that's order of magnitude. We're doing about 120 million gallons a year with 500 employees. So that'll give you some basis to compare us to what you are familiar with. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, so why did you decide it was time to sell? Well, it, it essentially, it came down to no survivors, so to speak. Uh, my son and daughter ran the two separate divisions. My son ran the wholesale. My daughter ran the retail businesses. And uh, and I was the investor and uh, planner, if you will. And essentially what's happened is we've had health, for health reasons, both with my son and daughter, uh, it, it affected their future as they saw it. Uh, my daughter's husband has two forms of cancer. My son had some complications with his, with his heart and so on. So they decided that they wanted to retire and they wanted to get out. My granddaughter didn't want the business, uh, even though she's got a master's degree and is capable. She just said it was too much work with the young family. So, so we decided that maybe this is the time we have to liquidate while I'm still alive and, and I can make the transition seamless for them. Okay, that makes sense. So when you started the process, what were your primary objectives and uh, what did you want to accomplish as part of the sale? 
Well, you know, with you know, since I didn't have a successor, uh, my concern was with the employees. We wanted to keep the existing employees who who got us there. We're we're here in Sherman, and we had uh, a, a large property. We have forty four acres where our headquarters is, and we had lots of folks on that site. And we wanted to preserve the jobs for them, so that was that was the first order of business, and we wanted to, if possible obviously sell it to one buyer. Okay. So did, did we meet most of those objectives in the confidential sale process? I mean, what was your sense about what your objectives were versus kind of how things wound up? Well, you know, the answer to your question, yes. Uh, you know, the, when you talk about the confidential sales process and most of the objectives, yes, they were met. Uh, there was no... There was nothing we didn't do. The one complication was that we had to sell the retail stores to one customer and the wholesale stores to the other in order to maximize our return from those investments. But that wasn't your doing. That was our, our decision to do that. Okay. So as far as the process for the confidential sale, I mean, what were your expectations about that when when we started in terms of timing and, and the diligence and the legal work, et cetera, things of that nature. Well, as you know, I was always <laughs> concerned about, about the costs associated with that because uh, having been on some big convenience store boards and things like that, I know the cost of legal things and I worried about how, how much that would run away on us. But the answer to your question is, uh, uh, you know, we actually didn't get surprised about that, but obviously it changed, you know. It, the one lawyer quoted 250,000 if we had one buyer and 500 if we had two, and, and it, you know, it ended up being 750. So that'll give you some ideas. <laughs> So other than legal, what, what else were the surprises that you found as far as the process that were different than what you thought would be the case when you started? Well, I was, I was uh, surprised at the level of due diligence on the part of the buyers. I, I made an assumption that they would come in and do a lot of inspecting themselves, but instead uh, the one firm we dealt with, uh, hired people from uh, out of town, if you will, uh, Wall Street to come in and do a lot of in-depth in-depth investigation. I mean, by weeks in, in terms of their due diligence, it was, it was much more comprehensive than I anticipated. Yeah. Now that you are kind of looking backwards, I mean, are there things that you would do differently if you had it to over again? As far as the process goes and how it went? No, no, I, you know, the, the dilemma we have is we have friends in this business and, and uh, by selecting NRC, we, we alienated a couple of our personal friends that, that were, that competed with NRC. Mm -hmm. That's a painful, that's a painful process, but, but our choice of NRC was the right one. And uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't change that at all. No, that's good. So on that note, I mean, how do you think we were able to move the process alone along and 
keep your costs down, such as you know timing and controlling outside lawyers and making sure the real estate work got done properly? Well, you know, I I think that one thing that you did, uh, what NRC did, Denny, that you worked that real estate piece very hard. You made us get you know, new surveys, get new titles, and do that research and make sure all the taxes were paid and all the deeds were in order. And then that sped up the process, as I understand. Of course, the timing... It gets extended. Um, I would say that anybody anticipated selling better double the time they think that it's going to take because it's just there's if you have a big business and you have a lot of properties, it's very complex. Agreed. And you have it just as a, as an aside. I mean, you had a very complicated business with retail, the wholesale. You had several lines of business in the wholesale. You know, in some cases with different income statements. So putting it all together, you know, was challenging for, for, to say the least. Very, very challenging. And, and we got it. We got tremendous support from your staff. I mean, we couldn't have done it ourselves. We, it, we were, we were uh, too simplistic, but you guys have, have got that expertise and, and it made it possible for us to get this done and get it done uh, at a reasonable purchase price that is a price that satisfied us and that at least it must have satisfied the buyer enough that they paid it so just a final question um what advice would you give any other operators and, and owners who are thinking about selling their companies or groups of assets well i'd say start early because whatever whatever you decide in in terms of your now, it's going to take longer than you imagine because it. Even though we had a good choice in NRC and and Denny Rubin, I would have spent more time on the sales contracts than I did. That's what I would do differently. But uh, the only and the only reason I say that is because when it's all said and done, they, they all refer back to that as as the Bible, and uh, and that becomes uh, a surprise if you haven't if you didn't understand all those all those features. But most of the questions, everything that was done, the timing, uh, you know, was extremely valuable for us. I mean, you you know, you worked constantly to uh, simplify the matter and keep it keep it going and keep everybody on the deadlines so that you ended up with the best real estate advice and the best outcome. It, it was, a, it was a good experience in that sense. The tough, the tough part is emotionally when you're selling is the separation. Uh, but I would say from the standpoint of the, of a prospective buyer, they couldn't do better than an RC. Well, thank you, Bill. In any event, that's kind of all the questions I had. And again, Bill, it's a pleasure uh, speaking with you today. And it was certainly a pleasure working with you and Brad and Diane and the rest of the family and employees. You know, you had a great group of people working for you. And you you should be really proud of the company you built. In any event, um, in conclusion, if any of our listeners is interested in exploring a sale of their companies 
we're learning more about the financial advisory services that NRC can provide, please contact me or any of my colleagues. And all of our contact information appears on the NRC website. And our next episode will air in about a month, and we hope you will join us then. So in the meantime, thank you for listening to the M&A Market Speaks. You've been listening to the M&A Market Speaks podcast. It is produced by Denny Rubin, Evan Gladstone, and Paul Reuter. It is produced, mixed, and edited by Carolyn Schneer, and music is provided by Max Music. This show is brought to you by NRC Realty and Capital Advisors. For more information about NRC and its M&A and other industry services, please visit nrc.com. Tune in every month for new episodes, and please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform.